Hey you guys, welcome to Everything Real Housewives. And guess what today is? It is finally the first episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now, not only is it the first episode of this new season, but it's also the season where we finally get to see the unfolding of everything crazy going on with Jen Shaw. Now, I am so, so, so excited for this season because, my God, what is going on? I really need to know. Okay, so before we get into a quick recap of this week's episode, like the video if you enjoy the content. Make sure you subscribe to my channel so you don't miss any of the videos that I put up, you know, recapping all of the episodes of Real Housewives and sharing my opinions about what's going on in the world of Real Housewives. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. Okay, opening scene. Obviously, they absolutely had to begin with their footage of Jen Shaw getting this ultimate call of someone essentially tipping her off to the fact that we have the whole police after Jen Shaw to come get her, come arrest her, come bring her in on these crazy, crazy, crazy you know, allegations at the moment of fraud. All right, so Jen is in the limo, Jen gets in the car, Jen gets a phone call, and then 12 minutes later, there's the HSI coming to pick up Jen Shaw, but Jen Shaw has flown the scene. There is a search warrant for Jen Shaw. She's involved in massive fraud, massive money laundering scheme. We see her walking out of court on her day in court, and the ladies are all freaking out, no doubt. Okay, so I just, I cannot. This is like the craziest story I've ever heard as to what's going on. So Jen Shaw has essentially somehow been scheming old people, scheming vulnerable people out of all of their money. Now all of this business that she said that she's been involved in, um, a legitimate kind of like internet business, is no more. This is Jen Shaw having some sort of elaborate scheme of calling people and conning them out of their money. So I just absolutely cannot wait to see how it unfolds. I can't wait to get the juicy details. I can't wait to see that footage of them that they captured of Jen. And she is freaking filming throughout this entire season as everything goes down. So I cannot wait. And of course, the producers and the editors have to start off the season in the most shady way possible, which is very akin to Erica Jane, where of course, it's them showing off all of Jen's goods. So Jen had her classic Shaw Chalet, um, which we found out was actually leased, okay, she never owned it, it was never hers, and then she admits that this, 
after seven minutes like yeah so my leaves ended but I have my second Shaw Chalet so already the producers are getting real shady and are showing off her wealth showing off her opulence and everything she's flaunting for the cameras they enter the second chalet they immediately go into the closet they show off all of the shoes they show off all of the handbags they show off all of the clothes and yes I am absolutely loving this the producers are just I feel like complying in any kind of way that they can be like so this lady took all these old people's money and bought just a bunch of designer stuff and this is exactly what they did with Erica too they flash back this season on all of Erica's shoes Erica's rings Erica's jewelry Erica's glam they just went in for it, and I am here for it because, yes. <laughs> um, the other little shady little bit that Jen's revealing is the fact that her and Coach Shaw, first of all, I hate the fact that she calls him Coach Shaw. I think it's so weird. But her and Coach Shaw apparently were on, I guess, the premise of getting divorced. Well, no big surprise there. We saw last season she was going full-on crazy, throwing fights, and clearly her husband, who's like this reserved man of the Islam faith, was not really feeling any of that. He doesn't drink. And I feel like alcohol is at the root of all of Jen's drama and all of Jen's fighting and yelling and screaming and kicking. So, yeah, apparently they almost got divorced, but they're working through it. I don't know if she's working through her anger problems, though, so not sure how that relationship is currently doing, um, all things considered. But they are still together. So she's telling Meredith all about it. And there's just literally the best, like, foreshadowing where she's talking to, you know, um, I think she was talking to Meredith, and she's like, I haven't gone to jail yet, but I would go to jail for you. And I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> well, lady, you're about to go to jail anyway. But it was pretty much in relation to her talking to Meredith and about, like, the whole kind of, like, situation where she's having no 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 that's not what I meant <laughs> let me just rewind she was describing her feud with Meredith and telling Lisa that she would go to jail for Lisa but she hasn't gone yet and I'm just like good luck because lady you almost might be about headed to jail so that was the stellar beginning to the season. I am too excited. And then we hit to Meredith, one of my absolute favorite housewives on this franchise. She is just chef's kiss. I love her so much. And she basically begins her scene with Heather coming over and talking about her fraud uh, <laughs> fight slash near-term divorce with her husband. I mean, I just don't buy the fact that her and Seth are not doing well. I don't buy the fact that her and Seth were on the premise of divorce. I feel like that was all fake for a storyline last season and she just needed something juicy and dramatic to talk about. But I just don't buy that they were never doing well. Um, but 
Yeah, so apparently they're fine. They're together. They're more in love than ever, um, as she describes. And then Seth is spending 50% of his time in Salt Lake and then 50% in whatever the name of that other town he works in is. So things are going well for them. And honestly, I'm happy for them. I mean, haven't they been together for like decades? They have like full-grown children together. And I think they're a fine couple. If that situation works for you, where you know your husband's only in town 50% of the time, maybe it does, you know, kind of build something in them where they get excited to see each other. And honestly, whatever works, whatever keeps your marriage together, um, I'm happy for them. Okay, next is literally the most iconic scene ever. Um, it is one of the weirdest scenes ever. Um, it is a scene where Whitney, Whitney is 34 years old. Whitney is married to a man, I think, who's like 52 years old. There is a very, very big age gap between them, which is not uncommon among the housewives. We've seen it before time and time and time again. But the situation is just weird because she invites her full-grown stepsons, who are essentially all almost her age, um, over for some sort of hot tub party. They start the scene with Whitney in this tiny orange bikini. It's literally a thong-bottomed bikini. And she has these, like, stepsons over. It felt very sexualized. Apparently her and the stepsons, like, have mutual friends in common that they went to school with. Um, and she's like, okay, my only guess is that she was extremely drunk. Because she dropped this birthday cake like 20 different times she was literally covered in cake like all over her bikini body and then she walks out into not just any old hot tub party but literally looked like a foam party like one of those like super sketchy clubs that you've maybe been to once where like there's foam on the floors and people are like dancing around him this is what's going on at her own home with her stepsons and family present. So I was just like, I don't get it. I don't understand what's going on, but this is feeling all kinds of wrong. And I don't know if her husband was like into it, um, but yeah, it was weird. And Whitney is one of the endless housewives who is starting a skincare company. And I was just like, I feel like every new housewife that comes on on season two, she just needs to let you know about her new company. And she's been building it for a while, but all of a sudden, let me just tell you about it. So whatever. She's not the first, but I mean, good for you, Whitney. She's trying to make some money, trying to become financially independent. So whatever. Cut to literally one of the most iconic housewives of our time, none other than Mary. Now, Mary is going through it, okay? She is crazy as always. She's weird and quirky as always, but she's telling us that Robert Sr. was in Florida all through COVID because he was too afraid to get on a plane. And she also tells us that to pass the time as she was alone in the house, she's been talking to herself. She's been talking to her mannequins who hold her wigs for her and I'm just like I literally am not surprised but I feel like the pandemic has literally drove Mary over the edge okay 
but also like many, many, many celebrities during COVID, she has started a podcast. All right, but this is not just any other podcast. This is a deeply religious podcast. Now, there's nothing wrong with it. There is an audience for everything, but she has a little guest on there that is telling the, or sorry, is giving the craziest prayer I've ever seen. And I'm just like, this is intense. And it was even too intense for Mary, who was like, okay, you need to chill. Like, let me just take over that section and do it for you. It doesn't have to be this way. So <laughs> there was that. Um, but I was just dying because it actually, like, during this scene when they were doing the podcast, recording it, um, they cut to the decor, and obviously this church was initially started with her grandmother, but there's, like, this crazy painting where her grandma is, like, photoshopped in really cheesily with Jesus, and I'm just like, what is going on? This is all being complimented by Mary's interviews where... She's wearing the craziest outfit ever. It literally looks like a cow print hat with some sort of pearl situation. And Mary's talking about the fact that she loved to smoke weed previously in her life. And she's born from God. And she's crying. And I'm like, nothing's really changed. This is just who Mary is. And she's living her life in those shoes. So I was enjoying it. <laughs> And oh my god, so on this season, they've added a new girl. Now, her name is Jenny. She seems like a real treat. She's Vietnamese. Apparently, she has this crazy backstory where she was able to escape communist Vietnam via a fishing boat, which was captured by Thai pirates. And then she was subsequently sponsored by a Christian church from Salt Lake City to come to the United States and then she met her husband and so she went from being Mormon to Catholic and there's just a lot going on so <laughs> I don't know she seems fun but I'm excited to get a little bit like to know a little bit more about her other than this wild story like who is she in this moment I know her husband's a chiropractor and he was doing some adjustments on tape which was actually something I really enjoyed because I'm one of those people that likes those cracking videos um but I don't know she seems good I'm glad they have like a little bit of new blood in here although it's only season two I mean I'm never complaining about a new girl necessarily well I will complain about a new girl because I find a lot of them don't make the cut but we haven't gotten enough from this Jenny to be able to make that determination yet so TBD okay now Jen Shaw of course is a crazy person we full-on have confirmation of that now through these fraud allegations but let me just say that Jen Shaw decides to start her season by bringing the aunt who had the whole situation about the hospital smell being amputated in the hospital and Mary hating the smell of Jen because she smelled like a hospital um, and Jen literally brings this aunt on the show perfect but she also proceeds to start the scene with the aunt on the show by literally lifting up her pant leg and showing her bionic legs now this was giving me big aviva drasher vibes if you watch real housewives of new york you may remember viva she was like the tall blonde um but she had the false leg as well and it was like a big part of her shtick 
Um, no, I was getting big vibes with this, and I was just like, Jen clearly will do anything to melt camera time at the expense of her poor aunt. So, there was that. Uh, now the ladies finally all congregate together for their first lunch. It was actually really sad because Meredith's dad had just passed away. I guess he had dementia. He got really sick during COVID. Um, and yeah, it was just really sad to hear. Um, but obviously the ladies kind of congregated again, like around her as you would. Um, and Heather hadn't seen Lisa or Jen since the reunion. Neither of them were there at the time, but there's some big sort of beef with Jen and Meredith because on social media, Jen apparently has been like liking homophobic comments and just like really shady stuff. Um, about Brooks Marks, the designer, so Meredith's son. Um, and it was just real crazy to me because Meredith was like, we don't really know what a sexuality is. And I mean, if he hasn't come out and said it, but I mean, I think he's come out and said it. So I'm going to leave it at that. I, I really think that things are quite visible in terms of, um, you know, with how Brooks may identify. Um, but at the same time, Jen is being insanely shady and posting the most disgusting stuff on her social media about Brooks. So I totally understand it. Meredith is a queen and I really don't understand why Jen would be targeting Brooks. Not sure what the backstory is there, but I am very confused. Um, so Meredith ends up hosting Shabbat dinner. Now she invites Lisa over. So Lisa and Meredith started their last season kind of being like we're iconic BFFs, like we are friends. But now Jen Shaw has gone in the middle of their friendship and they really are not close friends like they once were. Obviously, if your friend is having something happen in their lives, you kind of want your friend to side with you, even if you might be wrong. In this case, Meredith's not wrong, but even if you might be wrong, you still want them on your side. Um, now Lisa's playing like both fields. Like she's kind of like, okay, like I'm going to be friends with Jen, but at the same time, we're still going to be the friends, Meredith. But it's kind of like you need to like say to Jen that what she's doing in terms of targeting Brooks on social media is not cool. Like, I think you're safe to say that, but she apparently hasn't come out and said anything. So we'll see where they end up. I feel like they're not actually going to maintain their friendship, although they've been friends for like 10 years. I really don't see how, if she keeps this up with Jen, how she'll recover from it. However, in the season to come, we see that Lisa pulls her friendship away from Jen amidst all of the allegations against Jen. So I'm not surprised. I mean, I would too. That's actually wild. So I just can't wait to see what happens with Jen. I can't wait to see what happens in terms of apparently Mary being unveiled as like a cult leader, as the head of her church, the first lady. People are saying it's more of a cult rather than just like a congregation. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see all of the drama that happens in terms of apparently Meredith potentially, allegedly, being the one that actually tipped the police off to where Jen was, as in Jen was in the limo, um, 
when they actually came to like come arrest her and then she ran away. So they end the episode by Jen being like, you know what, do I need Kim K on my side as my legal team? And I was like, girl, Kim will not be on your side. You're not that important. Like, it's not happening. <laughs> but anyway, this season looks super juicy. I am so, so, so excited to hear more about what's going to go down what's happening, how things were unveiled themselves. Um, so again, if you like the content, you like the video, like it down on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to my channel, and I will see you next soon with um, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We have a little recap coming for you. So have a great week, guys, and chat soon. Bye.